For my ally is the Force. And a powerful ally it is. Life creates it. Makes it grow. Its energy surrounds us and binds us. Luminous beings are we, not this crude matter. You must feel the force around you. You, between you, me, the tree, rock, everywhere. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. You don't know the power of the dark side. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. I got a bad feeling about this. Welcome to episode 423 of Blue Harvest. I'm your host, Halls Burkhart. And I know you guys are going to be stoked about this one. Um, It's just me this week. So Will called me and asked if he could... Um, back out of recording sort of last minute it's not a big deal but I just want to show you guys like the humor of being friends with Will so he he texted me and he was like hey man would it be okay if I don't record tonight and you know obviously I'm like yeah of course and he's like okay cool it's me and Chris's his his wife uh, it's our anniversary tonight and I want to spend time with her like yeah buddy of course, it's why would you even ask? Just text me and say, hey man, it's my anniversary tonight. I'm not going to record. And I would have said, obviously. Good idea, Will. So, it's just me this week. I don't know how long this podcast is going to be because there isn't a ton to talk about. And I don't know how much I feel like just sitting here and babbling to myself after I got off work. My schedule at work changed this week. I, uh... For almost two years now at this new job, well, I guess more like a year and a half, um, I've had the exact same schedule, and my schedule got changed, so now my my off days are Sunday and Monday, uh, and it is taking me a little bit of time to get used to. Like, all day today, I was like, just out of sorts. Like, what am I, what is today? What am I supposed to... Oh, that's right, I have to record Blue Harvest. Okay, so, hopefully... Hopefully, I get a handle on things before too long and uh, just adjust to the new schedule. Um, so I'm sure, you know, all you good listeners um, know there's not a lot going on in Star Wars. Uh, the strike ended, the actor's strike ended, which was nice to see. I'm glad, you know, I, 
Okay, we'll get all to into that in all, all in just a second. What you guys should do is go to blueharvest.rocks or myweirdfoot.com for all your Blue Harvest stuff, all right? Links to social media, the Twitch channel where I've been streaming. Please come hang out. Um, and twitch.tv slash blueharvestpod. And, of course, the Patreon, where currently I'm in the midst of a chronological rewatch of the Clone Wars. Um and uh you know putting episodes of that up only one this week because of something else i have going on in my life which i'm going to talk about in a little bit as well um because i didn't want to jinx it before and i think we're we're approaching the time when maybe i can't jinx it hopefully um so the strike ended right um which was nice to see and i'll be a hundred percent honest with you guys here I don't know shit about actors unions or writers unions. Like I want those people to be compensated fairly and taken care of. Right. They put a lot of work into, you know, things we enjoy so much that like, I think they should be properly compensated. And, you know, I definitely get the idea of, you know, the resistance to, to AI and, and wanting to have provisions in the terms of the new contract, you know, related to AI. Cause from what I could gather, it seemed like they wanted to be able to, um, so let's say you, you get a background role on a show or a movie. What they wanted to be able to do was scan you and then use your likeness as a background actor um, with only that initial compensation for being in the uh, original project you were in. Now, I'm probably fucking that up and not explaining it correctly, but that's sort of the, you know, TLDR of what I understood it to be, which is frankly fucked up, right? Trying to pay my buddy Steel once and put him in every fucking Marvel movie from now to the end of time. Mm-mm. get out of here um so i was really glad to see that based on what i could tell you know just reactions on social media and everything it seemed like you know the groups involved uh you know that were on strike were happy with the contract so that's good and then like it was crazy so it was yesterday um, where they, I guess they announced that the strike was over. And I think right at midnight was when it was officially over. Um, and like all these different projects immediately started like posting release dates, like Venom three put out its release date. And I was reading an article today <clears throat> that was talking about how Deadpool three aims to start filming again before Thanksgiving. Um, you know, they were in the middle of filming that movie and it got put on pause because of the strikes. Um, now as far as star Wars shows and, and movies and shit and, uh, production go, I'm not quite sure. I haven't been able to get a, a great feel for how they were affected. So I'm pretty sure, I think that the Acolyte was done being filmed before the strikes. I'm not quite sure about Skeleton Crew. I think so, but I don't know for sure. 
And then I know they were actively working on the second season of Andor when the strikes happened. And I know that, I don't know if it was like through a side agreement or something that they continued filming for a little while. Um, once again, I'm going to be honest with you. It's all real complicated and I don't really understand it all. Like I know there's, um, you know, that guy, Mike Flanagan, he did like, I think most recently he did the fall of house of usher. He did, um, what was it? Black, was it black mass on Netflix? He did the Jared Gerald's game movie on Netflix. He's filming. Um, I think it's a movie. Yeah, I think it's a another Stephen King adaptation. He's filming that in Alabama right now. Um, and I was like, well, ah, wait a second. How's he filming that? People are supposed to be um, on strike. And apparently it's because they, they made like a side agreement where, from what I understand, they essentially agreed to all the terms that they were looking for in the strike so that they could film that movie, which I thought was interesting. Um. But yeah, I'm, I'm kind of interested to see it, it. It doesn't seem like any of the Star Wars projects were like full on in the middle of production a la Deadpool 3 or anything like that. But I also have to imagine that, you know, obviously with the writer's strike, they're not, no writers are working on whipping up new Star Wars stories, so... Once that was taken care of, I'm sure they got back to work at that. And I don't know. I don't know if the strike being over, the two strikes being over, will affect Star Wars news all that much in the coming days. It would be nice. It'd be nice if, like, next week Will and I get back here and we're like, holy shit, we got some shit to talk about. I don't know if that's going to be the case, though. I guess we'll find out. But... Regardless, uh, it's been nice seeing people very excited, like several of the cast members of Ahsoka were posting behind-the-scenes pictures and talking about the reaction to the show and stuff, and just, it was nice to see them <coughs> um, um, <coughs> Oh, Lord! <laughs> it was it was nice to see them be able to post all that because part of the um the strike is was was that they could not um promote struck projects which Ahsoka was so um you know the lady who played Sabine I saw her posting some cool behind the scenes pictures and things like that so I don't know uh I I can't even begin to think of what the end of those strikes mean as far as, you know, short-term Star Wars news. Um, I'm just hoping they get a goddamn movie out. Ugh. Speaking of movies, so, you know, I don't know that it's necessarily huge news. I've been seeing it going around, but we definitely, because we definitely already had it seemed like this wasn't happening, right? And there was this whole weird... So what I'm talking about is the Kevin Feige Star Wars movie. And there was that whole weird thing where... Was it at Celebration? This year? Where Kathleen Kennedy was like, oh, that whole Kevin 
Feige doing a Star Wars movie was just, you know, rumors in the fandom, or is that was just chatter in the fandom. But uh, guys, you posted it on the Star Wars website, and it was on the Star Wars news show on your YouTube channel. So come on. Um, but um, I guess Kevin Feige was out promoting uh, the Marvel's movie that was coming out, and he was asked if he was doing a Star... Well, they asked him... The way it was worded was funny. She was like, hey, is um, uh, is that Star Wars movie happening? And he was like, any Star Wars movie? And she said, no, are you working on a Star Wars movie? And he said, no. Once again, if you just sort of follow Star Wars news and shit. This is something we already knew. But this kind of shit, I mean, especially in in slow times, this shit doesn't take anything for this shit to get fired back up and people are talking about it. Um, but boy, am I fascinated about that. What happened with that? Was that like a... I can't even speculate. It would probably be irresponsible to speculate. And I'm dumb as fuck. So why would I even speculate? I just can't wrap my head around what leads, you know, official Star Wars channel, not some ding dong in Oakley's making a screaming at a camera in his car about Brie Larson, but like official Star Wars channel saying like, hey, Kevin Feige's working on a Star Wars movie. I'm producing a Star Wars movie. And then a couple of years later to be like, oh, that was just rumors. You know, like, mm, mm, you sure about that? You sure about that? That's my question. Um, but the end of the day, it doesn't, it does not, matter to me one bit like I like Kevin Feige I like the majority of Marvel movies I think it's awesome that we get because as a kid that grew up reading Marvel comics it's awesome that I get to go and see these Marvel movies and you know in my opinion a majority of them are done pretty well there's definitely some stinkers they're not all perfect they could sure fucking stop dragging their feet and get some X-Men content out there so we can get the doo-doo Brian Singer stink off the X-Men franchise. That would be cool. But more than anything, I just want to see new Star Wars movies. I don't give a fuck who's producing them. I'll produce one. I, what does that even mean, bro? Like, did Kevin Feige have a buddy who was like, I got a really good idea for a Star Wars movie. Can you get me a meeting with Kathleen Kennedy? And he was like, ah, fuck it. I'll just, I'll produce it. Right? I don't know. Um, But there's a story there. Like, of what that was all about. Maybe the dude just got too busy. Maybe he was like, oh, shit. We need to straighten this boat a little. Things are getting a little off the rails here at the old MCU. Maybe maybe we need to worry about this before I go to a galaxy far, far away. 
<clears throat> but I don't know, man. The the state of it's crazy. And and I imagine it's just right, it wasn't even that long ago when celebration happened and they were like, Hey, here's three movies that are happening. Ray's coming back. Filoni Baloney's gonna do a, you know, the big Mando crossover movie. And James Mangold is going to do something, you know, Ancient Jedi, Ben-Hur, yada, yada, yada. Ugh. Let's see, because uh, I don't know if you know this or not. James Mangold's Indiana Jones movie didn't do so hot. I liked it. I actually thought Dial of Destiny was pretty fun. I enjoyed it, you know. Uh, I don't like it as well as Raiders of the Lost Ark or Last Crusade. I like it better than Crystal Skull. And I would have to do like a more recent viewing of Temple of Doom to see if I like it better than that. Um, but I thought that movie was fun. And I'm easy to please. It's Harrison Ford being fucking Indiana Jones, all right? So, I mean, I'm a big dumbass. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with that James Mangold movie. Because um, Indiana Jones didn't do great, and there's not a great track record of them be like, hey, guess who's doing a Star Wars movie? Anytime I hear that now, you know what I say? You sure about that? You sure about that? You sure about that? Walter. Walter said, don't worry. There's going to be a new Star Wars movie one day. Yeah, but will I be around to see it, buddy? Huh? I want to see Ray. What's she doing? Um, <clears throat> I guess we'll see. I don't know, man. It just feels... It feels weird because we're... It, to be frank, we're coming off of two pretty heavy years for Star Wars content, right? Last year, we got Kenobi and uh, Andor, right? And then we got... That wasn't it, right? Was Jedi Adventures last year? Or Tales of the Jedi? Shit. I'm going to have to look. Oh, God. I'm really floundering without Will here. Let's see. Okay. Let's see here. Let's see here. What all came out last year? Oh, I, I pulled up the overall page for Star Wars on Wikipedia. It says, upcoming films. Untitled New Jedi Order film. Untitled Dawn of the Jedi film. Untitled New Republic film. U.S. release date, TBA! Other potential prog uh, projects, Untitled Ryan Johnson Trilogy. Where is that? I want that so bad. Um, untitled David Benioff and D.B. Weiss Trilogy. <laughs> untitled Taika Waititi film. Oh, we don't know about that one anymore. Sean Levy, we talked about that last. Um, so yeah, last year we got most of Book of Boba Fett, right? 
I think only the first episode where aired in 2021. Um, Obi-Wan Kenobi and or um, Tales of the Jedi. So, pretty good, right? And then this year, we got season three of Mandalorian. We got uh, Visions Volume 2. We got uh, Ahsoka. Ahsoka. Um, Bad Batch. Wasn't Bad Batch this year? Was the second season of Bad Batch this year? What is wrong with me? Why can't I remember all this stuff? This is the kind of thing I used to be able to... It sure the fuck was this year. I'll be damned. So, yeah. This year was pretty good, too. It's just... I don't know. It seems like after getting so much now... The weird thing is we don't really know what's coming next. I would have to assume it's... Uh... Skeleton crew, just sort of based on when they filmed it. But um, I don't know that for sure. As we have established, I'm a big dumbass. What do I know? <coughs> um, it would just be nice, man, just to know a little something. A little something so I don't have to sit here by myself staring at the... I got to be honest with you guys. I think this is the first time I've ever pulled up just the general Star Wars Wikipedia page. And I'm just sitting here looking at it, talking about, huh? Oof. Man. Maybe I should have just taken this week off. Because this is something else. But I took a week off like two weeks ago. I don't want to do that. I'm literally sitting here being like, you could just erase this. It's not live. Um, so, since I brought it up, I'll go ahead and give you guys a little life update. Um, some stuff going on with your old pal Halls. So, the reason I had to miss uh, the episode a couple weeks back was because I was uh, checking out a house. A house that I have since put an offer in on. And as of yesterday, that offer was accepted. Formally accepted. So, I'll be straight with you guys. I've never bought a house before. And uh, there's a lot of steps. There's a fucking lot of steps. And... As of right now, it feels like, oh, yeah, you know, you just got to sign a billion documents. There has to be an inspection done, yada, yada, yada. But I have a tentative closing date. It's at the end of this month. And I am anxious. I am excited and anxious. I got to start packing. Um, I am more than anything excited to get out of this house. Because the last two years at this house, not great. Bad vibes. Bad vibes. Which sucks because I definitely, you know, this house should hold a lot of like great memories for me. But, you know, the whole cancer thing and we'll just say everything else. 
that's gone on over the last year and a half, two years, uh, has definitely um, worked against those positive memories. And, you know, I'm sure one day, you know, once I'm more separated from everything, that'll change and I will be able to look back on it positively. I mean, this is the house where Will and I started Blue Harvest. Every single episode, with the exception of a small handful, have been recorded in this house, either in person or, you know, virtually with Will. Um, so, you know, there, there are those positive memories, but I definitely, I need the fresh start. I need, I need to be in a new house and just separate from myself from the bad vibes, man, bad vibes. That's the only way I can think to describe it. It's a little goofy, but the vibes in this house are bad, bad vibes. Um, but I'm very excited. I'm very excited. Um, the house I'm getting, you know, knock on wood, uh, has a basement and that basement has room for me to set up an office for my day job. And it also has a room for me to set up my collection so I can ha finally have like a, a centralized collection room, which I've always wanted. I can put my streaming and recording stuff down there. There's a smaller room I can literally set up to, you know, to be like a little recording area, like a, I don't know, a studio. It sounds a little fancier than what is actually going to be, which is a table where me and Will or me and Steve or me and whoever can record, you know, in person. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. Uh, I'm uh, already planning like, Little fucking Bob Vila home projects. I got a deck I got to stain. What you guys know about deck stain, huh? Huh? Because I don't know shit about staining a deck. But I'm going to do it. I'm going to try to do it. If I fuck it up, it's my house. Oh, well. I'll restain it. Can you restain a deck if you fuck it up? Or do you have to, like, sand the stain off? Ooh. Ooh, maybe this is something I need to reconsider. Um, but yeah, I um, man, I'm excited. And Will is going to come sometime over the next uh, week or two and help me pack up some of the stuff that's, you know, up a little higher that I can't reach. Um, and then he said, you know, he's also going to come in town and... Um, uh, help me get the new house set up when the time comes. So that'll be cool. Get to hang with my buddy Will. Um, another, uh, might I say, your buddy Hall's needed a solid win. So this has been nice. And I'm so used to taking massive L's, massive losses over the last couple of years that I'm anxious even talking about it. Because I'm like, it seems like, is this really going to happen? Is this really going to work out? Because recent history seems to point to things not going my way super well. But doing my best to remain positive. Got to start packing this weekend. And then I'm sure there's a billion other things I have to do that I don't even realize yet. Um. So, that's, 
That's that's why. That's why I couldn't record the other day is because I have looked at, not in person, I have looked at hundreds of houses since this process started. This has been a long time coming. It was actually something that I was estimating to, to have done last year. Obviously, the cancer stuff and other things delayed that by quite a bit, including having to change my job and stuff. So um, it's been a long time coming, and it seems like it's close to happening. I just hope it does. And I'm really excited and nervous and anxious and fucking scared and stoked and all all those things. Um, also... Just as a quick update uh, uh, in the world of your buddy Halls, it is looking like um, sometime next month in December, I will be starting my next course of chemotherapy treatments for my cancer. Uh, the first uh, course of treatments did really well. My, my doctors were stoked with my progress and everything. The thing that sucks is... It did some damage to your pal's kidneys. Um, I don't have great kidneys uh, just because of my disability. That old bastard spina bifida. Um, So they wanted to let me recover a little bit before I started the second course. Now, once again, hoping not to jinx it, but my doctors do think that this next um, course of treatment should be the end of it, right? Go through that <clears throat> however long it should should be, and then they think I'll finally be done. Fingers crossed that's the case. Prognosis is good. Just got to get through one more course of treatments, which sucks, by the way. They're not fun. And uh, that's it. That's the that's the updates on me. I've, I've got a offer accepted on a house that I'm very excited about. Um, can't wait to post pictures of the collection room. Once I get that all put together, who knows how long that's going to be. And um, cancer treatment might start back next month if everything goes well. And then I should be done with all that. So, um, what other Star Wars shit happened? Let's change the subject, bro. I talked about myself too much. Now I'm all awkward and shit. You don't have to release this. Um, all right. <clears throat> Uh, honestly, there's not a whole lot. How is it that this Star Wars Hunters game has been delayed more than GTA 6? Like, when was it that this game was even announced? I can look that up. Um, and I know there's like soft launches that have gone on in other countries, right? Um... Yeah, it was initially announced in February of 2021. So, okay. Uh, yeah, and they've done a ton of promotion. I've, you know, I've talked to people who found like workarounds to play the betas that are going on in other countries because those betas aren't in the U.S. Um, and they said it's, you know, I've heard positive things about it. But this game just keeps getting delayed, man. Um, this is what they said. Dear Hunters fans, we are hard at work bringing our vision of Star Wars Hunters to life and are committed to creating the best experience for our players. 
To ensure we meet the highest level of quality, we have made the difficult decision to delay the worldwide launch of Star Wars Hunters to 2024. We are thankful to all our fans who have played Star Wars Hunter Hunters in soft launch and have loved the engagement and enthusiasm for the game shown in our soft launch territories. There are several exciting new elements. We are still working hard to get into the game before it launches worldwide. These include ranked mode, exciting updates to corn core corn exciting updates to corn game I just did it again to core gameplay mechanics and much more um listen I don't know that this game is going to be for me um you know the concept seems cool the art design is cool like they've definitely done some cool things with it you know, sort of a hero shooter Overwatch, but with Star Wars, which is kind of the vibe I get from this. I don't know that it's going to be my thing. And the fact that it's only going to be, so far, it's only announced for Switch and mobile, that's going to make things tough. Because... How do you go play? I don't like playing games on my phone. You got any games on your phone? No. I don't really like playing games on my phone. I'm an old dumbass about that sort of thing. And I just feel like if they if they put it out on Steam and and Xbox and PlayStation, it would just have a bigger audience. I don't I don't quite get it. I wonder if there's some sort of publishing like the publishing rights are weird or something. But yeah, Hunters delayed again. Delayed multiple times. In late 2021, Star Wars Hunters was soft launched on Android devices in India, the Philippines, Malaysia, and Indonesia. Despite this, on July 18, 2022, Zynga announced that the official release date for Star Wars Hunters would be delayed until 2023. Oof. Oof. So the last time they announced a delay for it was July of last year and they said 2023 and then we're getting into the ass end of 2023 and they said hold up I don't know about that you sure about that I've been seeing so many of those you you sure about that memes and it's gotten stuck in my head so I'm sorry if I've been repeating like that repeating that so much this episode I'll try to stop um, I was gonna. I'm pulling up the email, and let's see. I think we got a couple of emails this week, Mushu. All the cats have been coming to see me because I got off work and was like, "Well, I'm just gonna go ahead and record. It's just me." <clears throat> um, deposit link. Okay, that's house stuff. Uh, hold on, guys. You know what? You know what? Hold on. I'm gonna. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna play a little song from one of our our buddies, and then we'll pick this back up. That's what I'm gonna. Kia G, Kia G, Kia G, Cockhead, the only Jedi master who can crash box. Kia D, Cockhead, running around slinging. He's a big Surian stud. He loves to split chicks with his pud. Kitty, 
cockhead to stroke his cone and suck on his balls, Kitty. Cockhead, what you gonna do when he comes on you now? He's a Jedi Council stooge, but he'll be plumping spooge tomorrow. Cockhead, Ruhurt, cockhead, Hansberger, cockhead, Will Witt, cockhead, Goose Paint, cockhead, G Money, cockhead, King Tom, cockhead, Joe, cockhead, Key and D, cockhead, cockhead. All right. All right, I'm back. So if you guys want to send in a voicemail or an email or anything like that, easy enough to do. Send it to blueharvestpodcast at gmail.com. We've only got a couple of emails this week. We're going to knock those out. Um, and then uh, we'll, we'll see where it goes from there. Oh, is my dinner here, Luna? Luna the guard dog the the so threatening 22 pound boston terrier guard dog is getting her hackles up looking out the front door it might be my dinner all right first up we've got one from joshua hey halls and will a few a few weeks ago you told a story about going to a metallica concert where they almost no showed and the crowd almost started a riot this reminded me of a similar experience Around 2017, my wife and I traveled to Kansas City to visit my dad and see Avenged Sevenfold in concert. In the middle of their set, they were playing a a slow song, and the lead singer says, Stop the music. Is that guy okay? Apparently, somebody down in the pit by the stage turned to the guy next to him and for some unknown reason laid this man out with a punch to the face, and he dropped hard. The band left the stage while an ambulance solely made its way through the crowd to carry off the unconscious man. It only took a minute before drunk people in the stands started shouting and booing. One particularly inebriated man close to us kept screaming, I paid good money for this. Then people started standing up and yelling at him to shut up. I thought things were going to turn ugly, but they finished the rest of their set without further incident. This was the same show where a woman in the row in front of us tried to hand us a pile of mini bar bottles before stumbling out of the arena. You just never know what people are going to be like at these shows. All the best, Joshua Listener from Iowa. P.S. Your story about the lead singer of Chevelle getting clocked with a water bottle had me rolling. Good for him keeping his composure. That could have been a viral freak out on stage. You know what's funny about that? I'm pretty sure that was pre-smartphone error, era, 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 era. I think it was. I actually tried to look up, and I'm pretty sure it was Ozfest 2003, where this took place. Uh, it is actually. It absolutely is. So this was the lineup. Oh, Luna. You just scared the shit out of me. This was the lineup for Ozfest 2003. Um, Indo, E-Town Concrete, Chimerica, Chimera, The Revolution Smile, Sworn Enemy, Moto Grader. I remember Moto Grader. 
Un Loco, I remember Un Loco. I like Un Loco. Kill Switch Engage, big fan. Nothing Face, Twisted Method, Grade 8, Shadows Fall, also big fan. Hot Wire, Voivod. Voivod, if you guys don't know, that's the band that um, uh, Jason Newstead, the former bass player for Metallica, he played with them for a little while post-Metallica. And Cradle of Filth. That's the second stage, right? Then the main stage. Chevelle. That's the dude. That's the one. Disturbed. I remembered that Disturbed played after them. Marilyn Manson. Not my thing. Corn. That's why I was there. And Ozzy Osbourne. Also a fun little piece of trivia that nobody will care about. Jason Newstead was also playing bass for Ozzy at this point. That's probably why he got Voivod on the uh, on the ticket at that show, if I had to guess. <clears throat> and I think that had to be, I think that was the last year I went to a OzFest. I went to a couple. Um, and I think that was the last one. You know what I do not have in me anymore are music festivals. I just, if... If I'm going to a music festival, there needs to be about, I don't know, eight to ten bands I want to see. Because festivals are awesome if there's a bunch of bands on the festival you want to see. But if you're going there for one or two bands and you don't give the sh a shit about the other ones, unless it's the only way you can see some band that you want to see, I recommend, well, I don't recommend, I just don't, I don't fuck with music festivals anymore. Because when you go to those, the, whatever band you're going to see is going to play for a shorter time anyway because it's a festival. Now, if there's a bunch of bands there and it all evens out, then great. That just doesn't happen for me because I have a very laser-focused interest in music nowadays. I'm not combing the, the seven seas of new metal and listening to any band I can find on Napster, you know? I just stick with the classics. Um, I'm trying to think if I have any other scary-ish concert stories. I think I might have a couple. Hmm. Okay. Sorry. I actually took a little break because my dinner did get here. Look at me. I got all this freedom. It's just me recording. I don't have to be like, oh, shit, I got to eat real quick. Four wheels ready. I could pause. Problem is, forgot what I was talking about. So let's try to piece that back together. Oh, I know what I was talking about. Concerts because of James's email. Uh, Josh's, Joshua's email. Ooh, I fucked that up. Um, so I was trying to think. I So I know I've told the story about getting knocked out at the concert. Um told the story about the riot that almost happened at Metallica concert. Um, I saw Tool during tornado warnings. Like there were tornadoes in the area and the venue did not cancel the show. And it was outdoors at an amphitheater. Years later, come to find out my buddy Steve, who I didn't even know at the time. This was like 2002, 2001 actually. Um, was at that same show. Um, 
And I mean, that was scary, but it was mostly just really heavy rain. I was soaked. I made this dumb decision like, when I got to the venue, there was a, there were people selling ponchos, and I was like, "Yeah, I'll already, I'll get that." But I was already soaked. Why put a poncho over soaking wet clothes? That makes no sense. Um. Yeah, I don't know that I have too many other weird or scary concert stories like that. Or funny. I mean, I'm pr I'm sure if I think about it, I could think of funny concert stories. My mom, once when I was uh, in high school, my cousin Brooke and her husband and myself went to Biloxi with my mom because Corn and Rob Zombie were playing there. And this would have been 1999. And my mom sat out in her car while the three of us went into the concert. Um, and when Rob Zombie started playing, you know, he, he uses a lot of pyro and shit. And all she heard was like, you know, muffled explosions and shit coming from the, um, the concert. And she ran up to the door and was like, what's going on in there? And they're like, it's just part of the show. She was super worried. I don't know if she thought the venue was blowing up or somebody brought a bomb or what. I bet you it sounded fucked up as hell, though. Because those pyro, that pyro, those explosions were loud. Very, very loud in the venue. So if I think of any others, I'll try to, to bring them up next week. I'm sure if Will was here, he could, like, trigger the memory for me or something. Um... All right, so we got another email. This is from Sam. He says, Howdy, Halls and Will. In a slow Star Wars week, I have another cryptid to introduce you guys to. Fuck yeah. It may be hard to follow the Loveland Frogman, but here it goes. Have you fellas ever heard of the Squonk? It's a creature that is about the size of a pig, a pig covered in droopy, wrinkly, Wart-covered skin. Is this a hapobore? Are you fucking with me, Sam? Are you trying to pass some Star Wars alien species off as a cryptid? Well, you know what we got down here, Sam? We've got the Max Rebos that wander the, the woods. I had a Max Rebo sighting myself. Squonks can be found in the hemlock groves off the northeast and most commonly found in Pennsylvania. Early legends say that pioneers heard squonks before they saw them. Squonks have a loud cry and often heard crying in the forest. The first people to see one noted its constant state of weeping. Whenever a person attempts to capture a squonk, the creature will dissolve into tears. Oh, that's sad. Many have claimed to have a squonk in a box, and when they open it, there's simply a pool of tears. It may sound like a tall tale, but in our region of the world, we are proud of creatures like this. There's even a festival in a nearby town called Squonkapalooza that celebrates all cryptids, especially the squonk. I'd like to get your thoughts on this and if you think you'd be able to track down a squonk and prove its existence. Anyway, keep being awesome and have a great week. Best wishes, Sam. Thanks, Sam. I have to look this guy up. Squonk, American mythical creature. Oh, this poor guy. Oh, man. 
Why is he so sad? The Squonk is a mythical creature that is reputed to live in Hemlock Forest of northern Pennsylvania in the United States. Jones, Johnstown, Pennsylvania celebrates the Squonk at the Squonkapalooza in August. I have to reach out to Evan because he lives up in that area. I have to ask him if he if he knows about the Squonk or if he's ever heard of the Squonk. First sighted in 1910. Unlike many mythological creatures, the supposed physical characteristics of the squonk remain unchanged from the original written account, which states, The squonk is of a very retiring disposition, generally traveling about at twilight and dusk. Because of its misfitting skin, which is covered with warts and moles, it's always unhappy. Hunters who are good at tracking are able to follow a squonk by its tear-stained trail, for the animal weeps constantly. Oh, man. That sucks. Man. I don't like that he's just a sad guy. Because, I mean, I get it, squonk. I get it. I've been described as the human version of a squonk once or twice. Better than being a fucking dollar store fucking Elmer Fudd. Man, I don't like I'm looking here at pictures of squonks and they're always crying and sad. Like, you know what? I think these squonks just need a buddy. Like I like if I came across a legitimate squonk based on the, the pictures I'm seeing here. You don't got to cry, buddy. I'll give you some scratches and some pets and some fucking some treats. What do you eat? You like wet cat food or wet dog food? One of these pictures of a squonk just looks like a little bit of an extra wrinkly French bulldog. Luna, you got a little bit of a squonk vibe to you. But you're a happy dog. Huh? Huh? <laughs> Oh, man, I don't like that the squonk is sad. He doesn't need to be sad. If if there's, a, if there's a squonk out there listening to this episode, stop by the house, buddy. The new house. We'll hang out. Do you know anything about staining a deck? Squonk cute. Let's look at these guys. Well, they're really stretching the definition of that. Man, I have never heard of the squonk before. Oh, they make like plushies of them and stuff. I really got to say, like, this may be the most bummer cryptid because he's just sad because he doesn't want people to see his wrinkly skin and warts and moles. But hey, man, you can't help that. I'm not going to hold that against you, squonk. You are who you are. Man. That is so interesting. The squonk meme? There's memes about squonks? Let's see here. Oh. Well, yeah. All the memes are just about how sad it is. The squonk is a mythical creature so ugly that it hides in plain sight and spends most of its time weeping. Man. 
Oh, bro. Okay, here's a good meme. So this meme has that same squonk image with the same caption. The squonk is a mythical creature that is so ugly that it hides from plain sight and spends most of its time weeping. And the next uh, picture in the meme is old Norman Osborn saying, you know, I'm something of a squonk myself. Now that's a good meme. But I wonder, so, you know, I'm not above thinking. Um, I'm not above thinking that, like, you know, there's a possibility that some of these cryptids exist. Like, I think it's possible the Sasquatch is out there, you know? The old Bigfoot. They call me Weirdfoot. Um, but if the squonk isn't real, okay? What was it that somebody saw in 1910 that made them think they saw a cryptid and named it the squonk? Or was it like a, you know, one of those situations where, a, you know, a guy came up with a tall tale and then it just spread? I'm dying to know. Let's see what the squonk's usage in popular media is. Any major dude will tell you is a song Richard written by Donald Fagan and Walter Becker that was first released by Steely Dan on their 1974 album, Pretzel Logic, and has the line, Have you ever seen a squonk's tears? Well, look at mine. The progressive rock band Genesis has a song written by guitarist Mike Rutherford about this creature on their 1976 album, A Trick of the Tale. Squonk appears as a rank B elite mark in the form of a pasa in the popular MMORPG Final Fantasy fourteen. There's squonks. There's a squonk in Final Fantasy fourteen. I have to look that. The squonk is a popular beastie creature in MetaZoo, a crypto cryptozoology themed collectible card game released in 2020 there's a collectible card game there's a magic the gathering but for cryptids bro i have to look into that i have to look into that huh i've never heard of this seems to be quite popular this meta zoo how come when I first saw MetaZoo, my brain goes, oh, did they do like cryptid NFTs? But no, it's a collectible card game. Man, don't hear much about them NFTs anymore, do you? That was something else, <laughs> that whole NFT thing. I'm just glad, and boy, I hope I'm not wrong about this, but I'm just glad that there were not Star Wars NFTs, right? Not because I would have been tempted to buy Star Wars NFTs. Like, stuff I like has done NFTs before. Um, like Square Enix that does Final Fantasy. I think they dipped their toes in the NFT thing for a little bit there. Um, and I never, never once thought, oh, I need to get a Final Fantasy VII NFT, you know? Um... But boy, that NFT shit burned bright and then faded away. And now all I see, anytime I see um, anything about NFTs, it's just talking about how much value they lost. How much people spent on 
pictures of bored apes and how little they're worth now. Real glad I didn't get sucked into NFTs. Be frank with you. I don't, nor did I ever have NFT money, right? Like I could have conceivably bought an NFT, but I don't feel like I got the kind of disposable income to spend on a, a digital picture of a of an ape in a sailor's hat or whatever the fuck, right? That's when you got a little too much money to fuck around with when you're like, this is a good investment. Tens of thousand dollars in a cartoon picture of a of an ape wearing a you know a squonk as a hat or whatever it might be. Oh <clears throat> Anyways, guys, I think I'm going to wrap it up here. We only had two emails. Will's not here. Listen, listen, this ain't going to make anybody's best of Blue Harvest in 2023 lists, but I got an episode out, didn't take the week off. So <clears throat> as far as the moving and, and packing and everything with the new house is concerned, my goal is to not miss anything, miss any episodes, um, mainly because, you know, I might need to miss an episode when treatment starts, depending on how I'm feeling and stuff. So I don't want to miss too many, but the the idea is to just business as usual. Just one week, I'll be like, this is Blue Harvest. And then the next week, I'll be like, this is Blue Harvest, but in a different place. So, um, but if that changes, you know, we'll let you know. Uh, what else? What else? Is there any other like Blue Harvest housekeeping business? I don't think so. Uh, do you like our theme song? Well, if you do, you should check out the band that was kind enough to provide the music. They're Stoned Cobra, and you can find them on iTunes, Spotify, and stonedcobra.bandcamp.com. And a little Steve-shaped bird told me there's rumors on the wind that there might be an upcoming Stoned Cobra reunion show or two next year. Ooh, that's exciting. It's exciting just because, like, I want to see those dudes. I want to see hang out with my buddies. I haven't seen my buddy Brad in a long time. It's been a year and a half. It's shit, like almost two years since I've seen Steve. He's coming to Birmingham in, in January. For the Tool concert, which I'm very stoked about. Um, I think Will's going to go too. Shit. Look at... Things are... I'm on the come up! Things are coming up Millhouse here. Um, speaking of Steve, you should check out the video game podcast that he and I do together. It's called High Potion. You can find that wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, make sure to leave us a review if you haven't already. You know, it always helps. Gotta gotta push those reviews. Come on, guys. If you haven't typed one out, no better no better time than now, I guess, huh? Huh? I'll be damned. Did you guys know that the nineteen ninety seven lineup of Ozfest Power Man 5000 closed out the second stage. When did they put out that fucking song? Like their one big hit. When was that? Holy shit. I went to their 
their Wikipedia page, and they have one, two, twenty one past members. Ooh. <laughs> <coughs> oh my god 21 past members oh my god yeah so that are you ready to go that came out in 1999 but look at them even back as far as 1997 they were closing the second stage of Ozfest. that's weird i be honest with you, I had no knowledge of that band until that one song did, song did come out. I'm gonna shut up. I'll see you guys next week. Let's hope. Uh, let's hope there's some cool Star Wars stuff to talk about. Hey, speaking of the strikes being over, our buddy Steel is back. He had a delightful live stream last night at midnight. As soon as the strike was over, you sh you guys should go check that out on his podcast feed or on his YouTube channel. He and I recorded some Ahsoka stuff that we were saving until after the strike. So that'll be going up on our Patreons, I'm sure. Um, and yeah, I'll see you guys next week. This has been Blue Harvest. I'm Hans Burkhart. May the Force be with you and, and, you know, and what have you. May the Force be with us.